This is a mother-daughter podcast, but it is not for kids. This podcast will be discussing adult subject matter that may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Don't Look Podcast. My name is Kat. And I'm Kat's mom. And this is a podcast where... I watch movies with my daughter. So you don't have to with yours. Yay. This this movie is one that you picked because we're doing it for your birthday month. Happy it, birthday, mom. It is. It's for my birthday month. It's November. I'm a Scorpio. Shout out to all my Scorpios out there. I know that the one thing Scorpios love is being Scorpios. <laughs> <laughs> Because we're we are very interesting people and we know it, so we like to talk about it. <laughs> Actually, we don't like to talk about it because we like to keep secrets. So yeah, you're being very coy about this whole thing. <laughs> keep it on the DL. <laughs> but we love other Scorpios unless they piss us off and then we hate them. <laughs> Most Scorpios know that, so they try and stay in each other's good graces. Because the one thing a Scorpio will not do is forgive. That's, or forget. That's very true. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I'm down. I'm like, I have, ha- after Halloween hangover, I have like the sads because Halloween is over. Yes, and I want to apologize for us not doing a Halloween episode, but I unfortunately got COVID like a week before Halloween and we just did not have time. No, we were going to do the hunger. It was going to be great. A little, a little Susan Sarandon, a little David, David Bowie. Bowie. It was going to be soups good, but um, yeah, unfortunately, the COVID won out on this one, yeah. so we couldn't do it, but we did have a hell of a Halloween. It was amazing. We had so much fun. Our display came out really nice, although I still don't think it was spooky enough. I still have more <laughs> I wanted to do, but that's okay, but it was a lot of fun. We had a ton of trick-or-treaters. We ran out of full-size bars, so I had to make notes for next year of like how many bars I should have. Yeah, we ran out of candy, and then we used our backup candy, and then we ran out of that. Yeah, we ran, well, most of it, anyway. Most of it. Well, we got supplements from our neighbor, so we had to get. Yeah, so we had so many kids, which was wonderful. So I think we are quietly establishing ourselves as a (laughs) Halloween house in the borough, which is awesome. I'm, like, really excited about that. But also sad because Halloween's over, but there's only... 300 and some odd days before it comes back. I, already, I, I have like little <laughs> countdowns on my phone and I, I already put up the one for Halloween and we have, as of recording, 360 days left. Ah, oh, see it over here in no time. I already got plans on the works for things that I hope that I can do. But I mean, if we can get our basement in optimal condition, then I will have so much workspace. The, the pod layer, which is where we are now, <laughs> my lair where I do a lot of work. And then we'll have the shed where I am also hampered by space and weather. So that is, that's the annex. But then if we have the basement, I will also have the lab. <laughs> so then I can go down there and really make things happen. I won't be hampered by weather anymore. Just space. <laughs> I am so hampered by space. Did we post photos of our display in the 
pod. We did. Yes, we did. We have some photos up there. I don't think we have all of them, but we do have some happy Halloween photos from the Don't Look podcast. So feel free to check it out. Yeah. And then leave in the comments if you have any ideas for what we should call our display slash haunt slash whatever you want to say. Our yard haunt. Yeah. If you guys have any thoughts, because I really, really, really want to name it. Uh, for next year and uh, have like a, a nice entry sign that says, you know, Welcome whatever to it is, whatever. whatever it is thing that we have going on. <laughs> but I would like to roll up to other people's displays with our haunt and then like crew so people know who we are. <laughs> you always want to like front with people. <laughs> I do. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I want to get up in there and be like, yeah, we're from Washington Avenue. What? <laughs> You want to fight? <laughs> I don't know. Because I have, like, my rival who doesn't know we're rivals and, like, all of that type of deal. Yeah, shout out to Fan 88 if you're watching. Oh, my gosh. If you're watching, we're totally <laughs> not listening. rivals. We're listening. If you're you, listening, we're not rivals. We secret rival definitely work had together. A, a secret um. arch nemesis <laughs> the whole time in your origin story, and you did not even know. You did not even know. I'm letting you know right now. I think Nicara that we both Beatty. push each other to make better costumes. I think so, too. And I, I am, am pushing for a collab, so give us a reason, Colonial Theater, to get together and work on something, because I think it could be really cool. It could. Really, really cool. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, post-Halloween sads, pre-birthday sads, I guess, because I'm not excited about it yet. Although, we're going to Monster Mania for your birthday. We're going to Monster Mania, five million, I don't even know. 57, I think. 57, so many Monster Manias, so many Monster Manias. I remember like Monster Mania 2. Um, They're selling shirts from Monster Mania 5 on their website. Oh my God. They found like vintage shirts. God, I probably have one somewhere. (laughs) Um... Super excited to see my my birthday buddy, my fellow Scorpio birthday buddy, Tom Atkins. We are the birthday buddies. We are only one day apart, and I'm I'm pretty hyped to go see Mr. Tom Atkins again and bask in the glory of his most luxurious mustache. Get yourself a snuggle. Yeah, I, f- I look. We had a moment. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Last time I saw him, we had a moment. It was lovely, and I just I'm holding it in my heart, and I'm hoping for a moment again. So that's all. That's all I got. But speaking of labs, the movie for this month is The Reanimator. Reanimator. And I got to pick for my birthday. And I love this movie. It is such 80s cheese over the top. Everything about this movie is over the top. Everything about this movie is just crazy crazy pants bananas just like stuff that would never ever happen and it makes me want to do science <laughs> like every time I see it so I'm really hyped this is another one that Kat has not seen and I'm really interested to see how this is gonna how this is gonna go I I really like doing this pod because I have wanted to see most of the movies that I haven't seen on this list for like a long time and just never sat down and did it never like had the opportunity to like sit and watch them because I don't like watching movies by myself for the first time. <laughs> I love watching movies by myself for the first time. And that's how I found most of these is being awake at 2 o'clock in the morning because my circadian rhythms have never been right. And, um, you know, stumbling across, like, IFC or, you know, any kind of crazy cable station in the middle of the night where they play stuff like this because it's the middle of the night and no one is watching it and they can get away with it. So I just most of the time I just want someone there with me to confirm what I did see I actually saw. (laughs) 
Well, thankfully, you're going to see some unbelievable things, and I will definitely confirm those. And okay, uh, I hope that you're ready because there's some moments in this one. Someone, I'm, I'm very excited as well because someone in the asexual Facebook group that I'm in posted that the main guy is a confirmed asexual. So I always find that I, I can't say that because he's only here for the science. That's really all he cares about. <laughs> he doesn't care about anything else. So, yeah, I think he's a, an A everything. Like, I don't think he eats. I don't think he sleeps. I don't think he does anything. I think that's just, like, hard science all the time. So for those of you who know, if you know, you know, my reanimator fans out there, you know exactly what we're in for here. So uh, wish me luck. Um, this is 1985 movie. It's directed by Stuart Gordon. Amazing, amazing entry. Like the whole um, title sequence of this movie is fantastic. The music is fantastic. It's yeah, so delightfully 80s. Vinyl recently. I did. I did at the famous Monsters Con. I did pick up the vinyl, which is great. It has a running time of one hour and 26 minutes, and it has a rating of R. For has really the, good. Has the pirate rating. R. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'm super stoked to get down to the lab and uh, see what's on this lab. (laughs) (laughs) You ready? Yeah. Okay, so. Do you have anything else that, I I, mean, that's, yeah, I I don't know what to expect. I'm I'm here for it. I'm ready to get into it. And we, um, I think we need, I I don't even know what to eat for this, what kind of movie snacks are appropriate for this they'd have to glow feel, in the dark i feel like I think. we need like that like ecto cooler ecto cooler that like really green <laughs> this is so <laughs> off topic slightly but did you see that thing where um new york city had like glowing green goo in all of the st- streets and like puddles of green glowing goo no did they do it on purpose no it was total oh, accident they were testing the sprinkler system with green paint of like this hotel nearby and it leaked into the water. Wow, that sounds like New York. And then it like started like coming up from all the sewers and I stuff. I'm 900% sure that this is how you get a chud. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, and chud, yeah. chud fans out there, if you know, yeah. you know. <laughs> that that one's good. I I'm like that one a lot. 900% sure this is how a chud is formed. Um, I feel like I should be wearing my chud shirt, but I'm not. I thought it was like promotional stunts for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, that new thing. The new was a new show that's coming on. I think so. Yeah, I'm not. I just 100. had that movie. Yeah. Um. Again, <laughs> another <laughs> new turtles movie. Um. But yeah. So I guess we'll try and find some ecto cooler. I don't think I have any downstairs, but I'll look around. In the bear, they make ecto cooler, so I'm sure there's a recipe online somewhere. Some uh, lime green gummy bear. Some lime green Jello, maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Jello. <laughs> like I don't know what the most sciencey thing. What's the most brain food thing we could be eating right now? Brains. 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 Breads. <laughs> <laughs> something like that i don't know at the very least i think uh popcorn and reese's pieces is probably a good, safe. Always a good bet all right so uh <laughs> i'm really excited <laughs> so uh i guess strap in and uh, <laughs> we'll see you on the other oh, side <laughs> i hate how coy you're being about well, you know it's, I, i'm actually really excited to take a break from all the vampire movies i had to watch mm. Um, I'm pretty sure. Did you sure. get your official points yet? I did not get my official points. And if you haven't heard um, from last episode, we did mention um, that I, I am the, in the madness. Uh, it's a horror movie watching binge quantity over quality that I do every year on Facebook. 
Um, it's run by a couple people on there, and it's just it's uh, <laughs> it's so much fun. I love it, and I think that's I will, I also have the post madness sads because like what's my reason for even existing anymore except to watch horror movies and make like work on my Halloween display? And, <laughs> if like, you're not so getting costumes, points, it's not like, worth what am I, it. What am I even doing? What am I even doing with myself? I cram too much into October, and then I get very empty and hollowed out by the time Thanksgiving rolls up. I'm just like a shell. I have no room for Christmas. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's, it, this year's was uh, vampires and so many vampires. And I really discovered that I am not a huge vampire fan. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Like, I'm just not. We've, I'm as, not. as listeners are well aware, we've always been team, been team werewolf in team this house. Werewolf, yeah. Um, but I did watch some of those vampires movies with you and uh, mm, they I, are tough. I think one of them was just porn <laughs> yeah, the one that you sure. act that we turned on yeah, while turn our on, cousin was here yeah just like my, my niece cousin. was over and i was just like oh, i'll just throw this on in the background you know so now i'm teaching her how to use like a cricket machine and it's just like uh oh my god i think this is actual porn why am i watching this oh my god let me just like shut this off no clue had no clue i was not paying any attention until like i tuned in and saw some things that i should not be watching on mixed company um <laughs> and i mean not just like an uncomfortable moment as in like straight up porn and these guys knew what they were doing when they put that on a binge list that we were supposed to watch all of uh, but <laughs> no forgiveness no forgiveness but uh seems how scorpio is but um aside from that i just i, I had a great time i loved my madness I love it every year. I love doing it. But this this theme, this wasn't my favorite. I, I the witch theme that we did was fun. Um, the the, the beasts, witch theme you had to watch all those trauma trauma movies. Those trauma movies, trauma. yeah, the witches. And I didn't even mind those because those you know, when you're tuning into a trauma movie, you know what you're gonna get. But even those were less porn than this thing that I had to watch. Um, <laughs> I, I liked the uh, the the one where we had to watch a lot of kaiju and like beast movies and like mm-hmm. animal kind of thing. That was probably my favorite of all that of them. That one was set up weird though because you had to do the verses, no, right? No, no, no. That was the regular kind. Oh, yeah. which one was the verses That one? was the year. That was 2021 when we flooded. And it's just like my... That's right. That was tough because it was a verses and you only had like 24 hours, maybe some change. And it's like when you work 12 hours, shifts doesn't leave you a lot of room to like make sure you get everything in there so that one was a little harder I think time-wise to manage but I did get pretty far I picked the Warriors that year was my was my go-to movie and it was like a versus head to head to head and people would kind of vote on which one they wanted to see move forward after they watched them and that was kind of cool so I, I I went further with it and I had to fight to get my my pick in there I voted I fought for it as like a post-apocalyptic kind of gang violence type of situation and it the judges let me through so and it, it that, went pretty far and so that was there we watched two ninjas roll in right what two ninjas roll no, in. no 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 the warriors yeah i know but the one of the watch parties was oh yeah the- this this year this, <laughs> this year. year was yes. two ninjas this year we had to watch all four of the fp but we watched trilogy. them before. We watched them before, but now there's four of them, so that we got points. What did we watch them the for before, though? There were only two of them then. Yes, but what so did we, we watch? Because those the for? second one was out. So oh, just for whenever because they it was come out, out, we get to, we get to watch oh, it. Because okay. the person who runs it is like has a a connection with those movies, and she helps produce them. I want to say I think she knows the the couple that's responsible for them. Well, I so think if you, if you ever have time and inclination, if you want to watch the FP, um, it's like a a beat beat situation 
<laughs> and I don't know what there's like the FP, the FP two beats of rage, I think. And then there's two more that I can't think of off the top of my head because I'm just not. We can look them up when, when we go to watch the movie. They are. Uh, they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. I, the first one is probably my least favorite of them all, but they get surprisingly touching and lovely as you go on. And I really enjoyed them. But anyway. Anyway, sorry to go on a sorry long tangent. On and, and skip Again. like all of that. I don't even know how we got here. But we're going to go do science real hard right now. Real hard science time. Real hard science time. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Herbert West is at the top of his class in medical school. How can you teach such drivel? These people are here to learn and you're closing their minds before they even have a chance. What are He's you? brilliant, but a little weird. I've broken the six to 12 minute barrier. I've conquered brain death. His experiments have always been unorthodox. It was dead. I but lately they're getting out of hand. And he's just made a discovery that could wake up the dead. Herbert West has affected reanimation in dead animal tissue. What are you thinking? How do you feel? You? 15 cc's of reagent being administered. Once you wake up the dead, you've got a real mess on your hands. <laughs> Dead? Not anymore. Herbert West brought a lot of dead people back to life. And not one of them showed any appreciation. H.P. Lovecraft's classic tale of horror, Reanimator. Mr. West. You'll never get credit for my discovery. Who's going to believe a talking head get a job in a sideshow? It will scare you to pieces. All right, I'm applying 20 cc's of reagent. Let's see if it works. Okay, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Ah! Oh my god, no! It's gone crazy! It must have been ah! dead for too long! No! Ah! Die! Ah! <laughs> I, I was not okay. <laughs> the freshness! It wasn't fresh enough! Oh, I really was not sure where we were going, and I'm happy we went there. <laughs> Oh, did you break your phone? <laughs> the fuck? I broke my phone. She broke her, broke not the phone, phone the phone case. I she broke I her phone case because she committed so, so hard. hard. All right, so yeah, just so you know, that's how hard I go. I commit to the bit and I broke my, my little phone over it. I'm very, well, the phone case over it. And it was the little thing that makes my phone stand up so I can watch movies.
Well, I guess I don't have to watch as many movies now because it's November and I'm not watching for points anymore. But it was handy. Yeah, it's like one of those little <laughs> rings that's little like built boy. into the phone case. Yeah, and I acted like a little phone stand. I didn't have to find things to balance my phone on, which was great. But anyway, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think um, at one point Kat was like, we're not going to have enough to talk about well, okay. this movie. We and had- I was like, oh, yes, we will. <laughs> We had a couple bits that I was like, I don't know, I don't know if we should include the. Okay, let's let's go over our general trigger warnings and then or like uncomfortability warnings, and then I can go and like explain this a little bit better. Okay, so mad uncomfortability warning for like a creeping creeper. Well, yeah, that that we go into more, but. There's definitely still a creeping creeper who is still creepy. Oh, he's so creepy. So I would say, you know. Such a creepy. Creepy creepy. Like, trigger-wise, there's some uh, violence that happens towards a cat. It's very much a fake cat. Very visibly a fake cat. But still. Yeah, I mean, it's It's not the best. It's not the best. It is it, it is fake animal cruelty. It's not real animal cruelty. It's fake animal cruelty. As we've had in some of the other stuff that we've watched. Right. But um, it definitely is a thing, like, if you're worried about the kitty. Yeah, I would also say trigger warning for rape. It gets kind of rape. Well, it gets directly kind of rapey. It gets rapey. It gets rapey because she is like completely not consenting to anything. And says, she's no, no, actively no, stop. not consenting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's a thing. Um, uncomfortability warnings. We've got gore. I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory yeah, you know, when you're, you're going into gore. it. Uh, we've got coarse language. Again, I feel like you know what you're getting into there. There's also a lot of unsexy nudity that we did not really include. There's so much here's, here, let me let me pitch this to you. Let me pitch it to you. So pitch away. They're they're corpses, therefore they no longer have clothes. And I think some corpses have clothes. Okay, I think a lot of hospital corpses do not have clothes. I keep my corpses nude. To be honest, when I send a corpse to the morgue. I let them go nude because they're not going to want to wear their hospital gown in the afterlife. Some people do leave their corpses in their hospital gowns just because they don't feel like they should send them nude. I send Yeah, but them I nude. think the coroner still has all of them be nude. Well, we also don't have a coroner at my hospital, so oh. I don't know. But the whole morgue in this hospital is weird. Is very strange. So at Miskatonic University Hospital, <laughs> because this is a Lovecraft jam, um, the, it's very weird that like half of them are like half hanging out of like I guess what's supposed to be body They're bags. Like they look unzipped like just, body bags. They, they look, look like, like trash bags. They look hefty bags. To yeah. be honest, they really, really do. Like and construction like construction trash. Half bags. their like arms and legs and torsos are just like well, hanging out of here because their it's toes like... are hanging out. <laughs> well, it's and not then... even just their toes. Some of them have like their faces out. Some of them have arms. Like in, in the beginning, he has to like move the yeah, arm. All of their toes are out, and then some of their arms are out. So it's like you took a plastic bag and laid it underneath, and then threw another plastic bag on top, but not very good. Yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. Um, but all of those corpses are nude. Again, they're just corpses being nude. They're not like the nudity is not first; it's corpse first, nude second. It's like corpses that happen to be nude. Um, and there, but you will see nude corpses. You will see nude corpses getting up and walking around. No and corpse it gets worse towards the later on in the film. Oh, it's go. bad. I went, I want to say probably the last half an hour of this film. If you don't want to be uncomfortable, just get the hell out. Yeah. 
because <laughs> there's really no coming back. Yeah, I have at least 20 <laughs> minutes written down. Of this. <laughs> it was yeah. just, it's like, because I knew what was coming. Um, my husband watched it with us and he knew what was coming and he had thought Kat had already seen it and he's like, I don't understand why she's like, whatever. <laughs> like she has not seen it. She does not know what's coming. I know what's coming because I've seen this movie. I have no idea how many times, but um, yeah, <laughs> so good. Have a desired effect. Uh, this is why I enjoy doing this podcast is because I get to watch these movies with Kat like the first time that she's seen them and I know the reaction that I want to see and like many many times I get it which is which is why I like watching movies for the first time with you as well and then sometimes you're like no 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 you go watch it I'm like no but I want to watch it with you because I love how much fun you have from just sitting there and watching me react to things and you don't do it in a way that spoils that something interesting is going to happen like a lot of people when they're like oh Oh, oh, that moment's going to approach. And they like look over at you and they make the face and you're like, okay, something's happening. But you just sit there peacefully, like quietly. I think I did say at this point, it only gets worse from here. At one you said point that a couple times. I was worried. But I still was not prepared. Like, cause at one point you were like drawing little pictures and stuff. And I'm like, just. I did a doodle. Just. It's coming. <laughs> I promise you it's coming. <laughs> I didn't want you to tap out on me because it's like I know I I never tap out. I sometimes just do a little doodle, (laughs) um, because I need something to do with my hands. Sometimes that's it. All right, so reanimator. Um, maybe maybe you've read the story. Yeah. So I just I just wanted to say that we had some moments that I wasn't sure if we should include or not. Yeah. Um, earlier on in the movie, and then I was like, dude, I guess we're gonna have to include those because like. We don't really have anything to talk about. And then, yeah, then I was hit with the, like... The whole end. End of the movie. Yeah, yeah, which is just unescapable. Yep. Yeah, if you want to know what happens, you kind of have to watch it. (laughs) I don't even think we're going to be able to do a good job explaining it. Like, you have to sit there and watch it. Um... It's a, I don't know if anybody's read the the Lovecraft story. This is not anything like it. Oh. Um, it's I guess it's it's a loose interpretation of it that was brought very much into the nineteen eighties, the late eighties. Um, everything about this movie is late eighties. It's it's delightful. Um, so you have a young gentleman, um, Dan, Doctor Dan. Dr. Dan, who does not do high-quality CPR. No. It's very low-quality CPR. I think about that a lot, though, because they're, like, real people. You can't do CPR on real people. No, but it's, like, not even sort of fake convincing. It's It's just, like, the worst fake CPR I've ever seen. He's, like, he has his hands down, and then he, like, lifts up his back a little bit, but it's it's not not good. It's real bad. So he's a a doctor, an up and coming, you know, friends with the dean kind of thing. Like his professors like him, like he's the new hope of medicine or whatever. They were saying just, you know, an all American, you know, young guy, handsome, going to be a doctor type of thing. Um, Working at classic. Yeah, classic young doctor, go getter. And he's working at a he's going to school and he's working in the hospital at Miskatonic University. And um, he ends up letting having a room to rent, and he rents that room to a young Dr. Herbert West, who is the opposite of a all American <laughs> classic Dr. Young do, Dudley Do Right kind yeah. of. Uh, no, thing. Dr. West was studying abroad in Switzerland. Switzerland, yeah, um, with another doctor who was working on like 
life after death yes yeah kind of yeah type of deal yeah like like brain death and what that what it meant and is it reversible and right, that kind right. of thing yeah and the, the doctor that he once once he moves here the doctor that he and Dan end up studying under is very much more about the will and where the will is located in the brain because yeah. he thinks that's what controls like your ability to come back after death right so, so they have a bit of a tiff they over have a that. Bit of a tiff. So you've got young all-American Dr. Dan. You have Dr. Herbert West, who is the mad scientist of the bunch. And then you have um, the love interest, Meg. Who is the dean's daughter. Who is the dean's daughter, who is dating Dr. Dan. Dr. Dan. Uh, dean. And as we mentioned, Wes is not interested. Wes does not care. <laughs> no. Wes does not care about any of that. Wes just wants to do hard science. And that's she where gets he, in the way of his heart. His she hard gets science. in the way of his hard science, and, he and gets so does his kind of academic rival is Doctor Hill, who is their professor. Their professor, and it was the Grant Machine, I think he was called. Yeah. he's like a brain surgeon, um, getting all kind of grants for the university. So a favorite of the dean, also Dean Halsey. So you have all these things kind of at play. So you have. Uh, West is really just only here for the science. And his science is... Life after death. Life after death. And he creates a... Serum. A reagent. Oh, a reagent. I thought the serum was called the reagent. The reagent. You have to erase the reagent. That is a wonderful, like, highlighter in a jar. (laughs) Yeah, like, glowy, highlighter-y type of solution that he injects, like, large quantities of into people's brains and brings it back from the dead. Um, but he brings them back all messed up. All messed up. <laughs> he, the, the first, like, victim, shall we say, of this is Dan's cat. Um, <laughs> which is where that, that fake animal cruelty comes in. Right. Right. And it's just, it goes horribly it, Yeah. But I think we do have an uncomfortable moment that before comes that, before yes. that. Yes. Um, and I think this is probably the uncomfortable moment, like, the first one is the, and then you have a break for quite some time before yeah, you for get like to a the, long time. the dramatic Because, like, there's, this is, this is not one of those, this is almost like Neapolitan ice cream, where it's, like, very defined layers, <laughs> like, and when you get to, like, the chocolate section, it's, like, it's all over. <laughs> it's, like, you say, took like, Neapolitan ice cream. And then the final flavor was like fifteen times stronger than all of the previous it's like flavors. Mega chocolate. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like mega mega chocolate at the end. With like fudge swirl. Yeah. So you have like strawberry in the beginning. We have a little uncomfortable, a little nudity, a little is yeah. Then kind of like a vanilla in the middle, which, you know, is not No, it's it's good. It's good it's movie. Good. It's like it's good a good plot. Good it's flavor. good solid flavor. It's like, yeah. yes, this is definitely ice cream that I'm eating. And, and it's I'm good happy ice about cream. It. Good quality ice cream. And then the chocolate just comes in and it's like smack. <laughs> it just slaps your face. That's yeah. all it is. All right, so where's our first uncomfortable moment? I believe this so is with the... We do see uh, breasts before this, but it is of a patient who is passed on, yeah. and they're not they're not sexy They're, they're doing the, the non-high-quality CPR. Yeah. And it is, it, a, they are kind of like, a for a moment, like a brief right. moment on the screen. Yes, so that's like right at the very beginning of this film. So you're going right. to start with some 
non-high quality CPR, which I well, thought was offensive. Right before that, we <laughs> were introduced to Wes right. and his previous uh, But I mean, doctor, this, was, this was within teacher, like the but, first like five, ten minutes. Yeah. To see this. So, but we didn't bother too much with it because it was quick. It was very unsexy. It just served the purpose of she had to have a bare chest because they're doing CPR. She was in a code. So that's just where we're at. Right. FYI. But the first uncomfortable sort of like sexy time breasts are coming up when uh nine minutes 56 seconds to 10 minutes 51 seconds um and dan and the dean's daughter are meg Meg, are um having a good time together (laughs) yep they're having a little sexy time at dan's hot bachelor pad Mm -hmm. apartment when he lived by himself yeah when he lived by himself before dr west moves in with Mm -hmm. him um yeah so. yeah so they're just having a time and then she gets to leave and then puts on a shirt and that's what ends our scene there yep nothing same. too exciting yeah sexy into bare breasts to like have a little chat and then she takes off yeah well she goes to take off but is interrupted when dr west is knocking on the door saying hey i heard you have a room to rent right exactly. does this place have a basement <laughs> Which this was a lovely sweet basement lab, which is what I'm talking about. Not that I'm trying to like bring dead cats back to life or anything like that, but you better not be. But a nice basement lab is a handy thing to have. <laughs> I'm saying, right? So yeah, so West, uh, Doctor West, Herbert West, uh, is like, up. Oh, this basement's great. Gives the money over and on with. The rest of our movie. Yeah, hijinks ensue after that. Hijinks so, ensue. As we've mentioned, um, West ends up with a, a dead cat. It is Dan's cat. We don't know. At one point, it's in the fridge. We don't know if it was purposely killed. He, we suspect. He says that the cat got its went into the trash and got its head stuck in a jar and suffocated. Is We don't know if that's accurate or not. Yeah, but either way, he put it in the fridge yes. to preserve it or and not to like freak him out and he was like i'm gonna show you but whatever because meg like snoops in his room and finds the cat in the she fridge does. she's kind of snoopy she is she's kind of snoopy i don't know meg is kind of like a one-dimensional character she's just kind of like this little blonde ingenue she's really just kind of like, there oh, to move the plot along. yeah she really and she becomes the love interest of not only dr dan yeah. but also Dr. Hill. Which is where the creepiness Which is where the creepiness really comes from. And there are a couple of moments during the film where he's just like outright leching on her. And like leching on her kind of in front of her dad, which is bizarre. And her dad like doesn't say anything. No, he just kind of like lets it go. And you're kind of just like, what the? Is he like not picking up what this dude's putting down? Because it's really the look as well. Like the look is very like, ugh. Yeah. And I mean, it's just one of those things. That is just it. It's so creepy, and it's done so beautifully. And this is um, the guy who plays Doctor Hell. His name is David Gale, and he's a character actor. He's been in in a handful of other things. And if you've seen his face, like you know who this guy is. Like he's got just like the face of the the horror villain. Like you know, I mean, he's probably was like the nicest guy when he was alive. Like he was probably just like the sweetest gentleman if you met him on the street. Like. You know, helping old ladies, <laughs> like holding the door for people going in, like carrying groceries. He's probably the nicest guy, but he just looks like he would be the creepiest, evilest, skeeviest dude that you ever saw in your entire life. And he plays this just beautifully because he is 
so creep the entire movie. Like, even when he's just like, hey, I'm Dr. Hill, you're like, ooh. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, he really does. That's, that's one crap. thing I have to say. It's like, uh, most, if not all, of these actors are absolutely amazing. It's just, like, so over the top and yeah. beautiful. And, I mean, you have... And it's Bar- over the top, but not in an, a super campy, over-the-top right. way. And, I mean, so even Meg, who's played by Barbara Crampton, who, I, I mean, everybody knows Barbara Crampton from, like, a million things. I mean, even she's just, like, she's doing this ingenue, and she's kind of is this two-dimensional character where she's just, you know, I'm the ingenue, and I'm just here to, uh, you know, everyone loves me and whatever. But, I mean, she's she's in, like, she's going for it, you know? Like, she's, like, yes, this is my role, and I'm doing it. And, I mean, like, this is what I'm doing. And she really goes for it, and she is has to put herself in some real compromising yeah. situations. I think they really embodied that whole no small parts, just small actors thing. And yeah. all of them sold it very it, well. She just went for it. I mean, even like the, you know, the guy who was the security guard outside the morgue. Yeah. I mean, he's freaking hilarious. And he's just like, he was in it for about like five minutes altogether. And yeah. I mean, you know this guy, like you know who he is and you know what he's about. Like it was great. Um, So yeah, creepy love interest for our our Meg who just wants to you know marry a doctor and (laughs) have a nice life and whatever um does not work out for her (laughs) because I mean it just seems like everybody's got other plans (laughs) yeah unfortunately so what are what are the hijinks that ensue cat so take us through it I don't want to go too in-depth, but we kind of have to in order for you to understand what happens later. Um, so, West, Herbert, Herbert proves to Dan that the reanimator serum works because what happens is Herbert reanimates the cat in the basement while Dan is sleeping, and then the cat attacks him, and then Herbert's, or Dan's like, what's going on? And finds the cat alive, kills the cat, and is like, um... You didn't actually bring the cat back. Herbert proves it. Blip, blip, and now they're working together. Yeah, which is kind of nuts, but it it's kind of how it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, just the the scene with uh, with Herbert West, who is uh, Jeffrey Combs. I mean, I think everybody kind of knows Jeffrey Combs at this point. I mean, if you're, if you're a horror so fan, so you know good. Him. Um, but. Uh, him just like with this cat on his back, just like flinging himself around the it's lap. Wonderful. And them trying to find the cat, and he's like, ah, you know, it's just, it's, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. But then they just pitch the cat against the wall. It's yeah. like, so I mean, you know, the logical step then is to go from cats to corpses, right? Yeah, like of human course. Corpses. Especially since the cat worked out so well. Right. Yeah, the cat just came back as a complete maniac and just awful and tried to kill everyone. But I mean, yeah, let's yeah, just let's like just move right on to human, human trials. Perfect. Human trials. So they. Dan goes and tries to pitch all of this to the dean. And the dean is like, I don't believe you. This is crazy. This is ridiculous. Da, 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 da. I don't want you to see my daughter anymore. Stop it. Blah, blah, blah. This whole thing. Um, and that, was, that would be like the last thing I would do is go to the dean and be like, hey, guess what? Right? Like, <laughs> hey, guess what? We're going to use one of your corpses to like try this thing out. But I mean, that's like Dr. Dan for it. He just like is trying, he's trying to play by the rules, even though like what he's doing is ridiculous. It is. He's like still trying to be like, hey, I'm going to do everything by the book, baba boo. Like it's no, that's not how you do it. <laughs> like, so, Meanwhile, Wes is over here just like doing all Doing whatever he can stuff. for the science because yeah. that's what's important. Right. So Wes and Dan then break into the morgue. 
um, and find a corpse that they like and bring it back. Um, Works out about as well as the cat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, and of course, this this is another nude corpse. So you've got a young, muscly nude guy rolling around and you mainly just see his butt mainly just butt but just uh, to be aware um the reanimated most of the reanimated corpses are nude and this is like the first of many Mm -hmm. um so yeah (laughs) so they they find a corpse to bring back and meanwhile the dean is like trying to stop them because he gets wind that they might be there trying to get into the morgue and tries to stop. So he's trying to stop them and be like, hey, you guys aren't allowed in there anymore. And his daughter, Meg, follows him. Right. So everybody's kind of at this hospital at exactly the wrong time. And everybody finds the morgue at exactly the wrong time. So we have, they reanimate the corpse. It goes as well as the cat. Then we have Dean Halsey stumbling in. Like, as this new 20-something muscle-bound corpse is wreaking havoc on the entire place trying to kill them. So then... The the corpse tries to kill the Dean. Yep. And then... Well, the corpse does kill the Dean. The corpse does kill the Dean. Yeah. But West um, gets the little bone saw and is able to stop the corpse with the bone saw. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not 100% yeah, sure on how that like, works. Saws there is just I don't know, but it's it was so much fun to watch. It is. It's very so, fun to watch. Then you have a dead dean, so they're like, "Oh, this guy just died. I'm totally this this is like the freshest corpse." And I don't know how many times um Dr. West is going on about the freshness, the freshness, <laughs> the freshness. Sell, you should sell Ziploc of, bags. Of the corpse. It's just so great. So they bring Dean Halsey back to life. And of course, as soon as they do that, here comes Meg. Right. And the Dean is not okay. No. Nobody's ever okay with no, this. Nobody's ever okay. Except for maybe Hall, who we'll get into later. Yeah. Um. So the Dean is like not okay. And... One of the things they mention, because the, Dan is like, why why is the cat freaking out so much when you brought it back? And they're like, he's like, well, birth is always painful. Which I think is just a really good line. But so anytime someone comes back, it's like this horrific moment for them. Yeah, it's horrific. And it stays horrific, it, man, because they just yeah. go like off the hizzy. Most of the time, they just go off the hizzy. They do, and they just start like myrtleizing like everybody. It's yeah. like if some corpse comes back, it's immediately bleeding from its like eyes and, and mouth, mouth and wherever the hell else, and it just like starts myrtleizing. Yes. So, so that's what the dean does. He comes back. He starts trying to myrtleize, and they're able to like temporarily stop him. Well, Meg comes in. I Meg think he in. does not want it's it's kind of like your your Frankenstein situation where he's okay. like I'm ugly and horrible and I'm going to go hide in the so corner. So he and, goes and hides in the corner. Yeah, that kind of thing. And then the security guard comes in and is like what is going on? And they're like, "Oh, the dean went nuts." Quick-witted. <laughs> Little Herbert West is like, "Oh, you see I came in here to visit Dan and the Dean didn't like that we were here and he went crazy and tried to kill us with this bone saw and we just used his corpse to defend ourselves. Yes. And it was just like, what the you hell? You know, logical stories yeah. right here. So the Dean gets locked up in like this weird little padded room. Because something clearly happened to the Dean. Oh yeah, he's a mess. So, so they're trying to figure out what happened to the Dean and Dr. Hill 
is put in charge. Meg signs over the medical rights to him for some reason somehow. Well, he is like their top brain guy. So, I mean, it would kind of make sense. I mean, she has, I mean, even though he's been a creeper, I mean, he's always been like this big trusted yeah. scientist and everything yeah. in the university for forever that her dad always trusted. And I mean, this weird padded cell is like right attached to Dr. Hill's office. Which is just bizarre. So he's yeah, just like, in why there. Why did he have that set up? I don't know. And he's in there just like banging his head against the walls and in his little straight jacket and everything. And it's just it's just bizarre. It's just so bizarre and just completely strange. It is. Then all this is going on. And he's like, I want to do exploratory brain surgery. And she's like, well, maybe. And then she's like, you know what? No, you're creepy. Get away from me. And I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Meanwhile, so, he just like lobotomizes him anyway. He does. He lobo- well, he's he's working on this laser brain drill. Yeah, that he's using to lobotomize people because it's again, the future to, of lobotomy because yeah. that needs to come back. Well, I mean, that's where he's trying to to get their will so he has total control over everybody. Like that's his. Which, jam. like, who thought that was a good idea to let him study that? Well, he thought it was a good idea, and I don't think anybody else knew what he was doing. That's so fair. That's kind of what was going on. So, that's kind of. Where everything kind of comes up, just like where where everybody's just like at their like at that's the plateau, and then everybody just kind of falls off the edge. I think mm-hmm. after that, so, so I mean, at this point, you've got West, and you have um, you got Herbert and Dan, who are like working together, but Dan's like freaking out because he's like seen way too much. And he's having a hard time controlling his own sanity and what the hell's going on. He's like, this is a dream. I can't believe this, blah, blah, blah. You've got Meg, who's like, oh, my God. You know, I, nobody knows where Meg's mom is, so it's just been her and her dad. Now her dad's like a Fruit Loop in a padded cell, and who knows what the hell's going to happen with him. And then you've got Hill, who's just like doing whatever in the hell he wants because – Nobody he is, can. No nobody's minding the yeah. store anymore. Like he can just do whatever he wants. And he knows that West is on to something because he's had access to the Dean and he knows something's up. So he tests the Dean's flesh and says it like figures out that it's dead. Yeah. Like he has so he knows what's up. Yes. So he goes and confronts West in the lab. In the basement lab. In the basement lab. And Herbert shows him what's going on and then cuts his head off with a shovel yeah because to to west like the plagiarism and he confronted hill about this before was Mm -hmm. that he had plagiarized the other doctor's work that he worked with and to him like that's like the biggest crime of all is to steal somebody else's work derivative and and then claim it as his Mm -hmm. own and so he feels completely justified in murdering this dude who is like blackmailing yeah, him. Yeah, like blackmailing into him into giving him his, 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 his reagent. So he's like, yep, chops his head off with a shovel, and there you go. And now, you know, hey, I've got another dead body. He's so. like, oh, you know what? I've never tested it on like parts before. Let me do that. Because <laughs> that's a great idea. Everything's been going so well. So well. So far. Like, so why not just he, keep this party he going? He takes the head, and you have, like, one of those brief moments of comedy, and he can't get the head to stand up in the tray, so he, like, has one of those things that um, restaurants, like, put all the tickets on. Like, like one of those spikes. spikes. Takes all the tickets off the spike and then sticks the head on the spike. <laughs> um, reanimates the head, reanimates the body, is like, do, 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 
making notes, going about his business. Um, the head starts talking to him, and he's like, "What? What are you? What are you trying to say?" And it's like, "You." It's like, "Ah, oh, you got it. Got it." Writing that down. Best. And then whack. <laughs> He gets whacked in the head with the yeah, shovel. Yeah, because Hill's body is reanimated. Like, he's talking to the head, but the body is walking around in the background. He mm-hmm. didn't even realize because he's too busy talking to the head because, of course, he has to reanimate both. So, yeah, now Rust is knocked out and Hill is just, like, swiping his serum and getting out of there, doing a little boogie. So, yep. <laughs> yep, it's, it's crazy. And it's, like, from there you have – Hill's headless body walking around with his head like separate. separately, <laughs> which is terrifying, which is uncomfortable in and of itself because he, he, the way that he's talking and making these breathing noises, it's gross. It's so gross. And at one point he has, he's just in a pan, like in a little like surgical pan and he has his body just like pour blood into the pan, into the, not into like his mouth or anything, just into the pan. So like he can kind of circulate through his his head, and it's just like this look on his face. He's just like, oh. and it's, you're just like, <laughs> like this is it's so, so hard to describe this visual in an audio form. Yeah, but it's. it's I'm not sure great. there's like a clip of it on YouTube or something that you could just watch that clip if you just want a taste of it. It's so weird. It's just like so weird and so strange that you're just like, um, so yeah. Well, once once all this is completed, I mean, where are they going to go back to the morgue? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, that's what they're going to do. So, but Doctor Hill. Well, aside mm-hmm. while all that's going on, you have Doctor Dan finding an important discovery, mm. and that is the file, the file. that Doctor Hill is keeping on Meg. The creeper file. The creeper file, exactly. Which has got like all sorts of weird photos and like hair clippings and like like documents of like where she was and all sorts of weird stuff in there. Right. I mean, it's, it's like super obsessive. And yeah. he's like, oh, I need to tell Meg. And Herbert West was like, why you got to tell her? And he's like, oh, I got this file. I got to learn now. <laughs> he's like, oh, I guess so. Uh, how about that? <laughs> and, um, the weird thing is like he does go to Meg and Meg's like super upset because she knows that he did something to her dad, mm-hmm. and he's she's like, I want to hear you. But yeah. he never warns her about Doctor Hill. No, no, he doesn't. Like he knows all this stuff. Well, I think and, he I mean, gets distracted. I don't care. Like that's pretty awful. Like yeah, that's like I feel like you like, like open the door, and that's the first thing you say is, "Hey, say whatever you want." But Doctor Hill's gonna like come out and get you. It seems because yeah. he's got all this weird stuff. Going and on. you know he's like a reanimated corpse walking around. Like because Wes was like he's because dan had asked him is he dead and he's like well not anymore (laughs) which is fantastic line of itself but so he knows like what's been going on like i would think that's the fact be like girl look (laughs) i know things are weird but i just you need to like beat feet in a hasty retreat and he kind of does tell her like you need you need to go on leave here yeah he says it in like this like someone else way that's like <laughs> oh you know we can't be together so you should leave you type should of deal leave. rather but than not like, like an hey actual... you need to like get up out of here because like shit's about to go down like it's not anything yeah, like that no. which i always thought was kind of weird it's like you know why wouldn't he do it's, her it's this solid those, because it's one of those you should put your thesis statement at the beginning type yes, of moment not at the end don't bury the lead 
So, because if he would have warned her off, like, none of the rest of the movie would have happened. Which, as we mentioned earlier, is pretty awful. It's pretty awful. It was pretty awful. So, I mean, great for us because we get a really wild ending to a film. Mm -hmm. But terrible for her because he did her dirty. Like, he could have just been like, girl, you need to get out. And instead he's like, but I love you, so it's cool. Like, whatever. (laughs) So, meanwhile, um, Dr. Hill releases the dean yes who is now under his control right because he used his surgical laser, laser to lobotomy. lobotomize yeah. him yeah because he found the will of the brain and yes. is able to like have power over their will correct and so like as dan and meg are having this touching moment like bursting in through the door comes meg's father to throw Dan against a wall real hard and kidnap Meg. Yeah, so Dan, Dr. Dan is knocked out and Meg is feeling like thrown over Dean Halsey's shoulder and like out the door they go. And she's also unconscious at this point. Right. So head into the morgue <laughs> where everything goes down. And I mean, it, you also have like another lovely moment where Dean, or Dr. Hell is like got his head in a duffel bag <laughs> and he has like one of those um like Displays, teaching, model like teaching models heads. where it's like half with skin and then half without skin yeah so he could like point to the brain and stuff and, like different like, parts the of thing. the brain and that's like on top of his body and like deposes like a fake head with like a little surgical mask on and one of those caps they just like sneak past the security the guard. security guard who's reading like his boudoir magazine and smoking a cigar yeah like as i said such you dr hill rooters <laughs> his ear falls off it's it's lovely it's absolutely lovely so, yeah, everything, and uh, what time does all this go down? Because I think this is probably, so, once uh, Meg arrives at the morgue, you just, just leave. Yeah. <laughs> just just go. If, if nudity makes you uncomfortable, yeah, just leave. Just leave. And if, like, like, oof. <laughs> like, not even, it's not even the nudity at this point. No, it's not. Because but it's really. That's a big part of it. It's it's a big part of it. So, yeah, I guess that is true. If, if at the very least, the nudity is going to get you, you got just dip because yeah. there's just. If the nudity gets you, you're done for the rest of the film. There's boobles and wang doodles and butox like coming out Again, of everywhere. They're corpses first and then they happen to be nude. So, I mean, if you don't like nude corpses, leave. <laughs> just go. Just for the rest of the film. Just for the entire rest of the film, just go. But if the rest, if you're, if you're like, okay, corpse I'm nudity okay is that. fine. Then we're looking at um, some really uncomfortable lechery and then some really uncomfortable rapey stuff. So the lechery really starts at uh, one hour, nine minutes, 20 seconds. So almost a complete hour after our last uncomfortable moment started. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. This this is where... I'm telling you, it looks like you've got strawberry, then you have vanilla, which is like explosion of plot, and then you've got your your mega death by chocolate because yeah, like it's about to go Dutch down. Dutch like chocolate. Your heart, your your most rich flavor has arrived, and it's just not going to stop. It's dense. It's not going to stop. Like you've ever had one of those like chocolate volcano cakes or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> like where it's just like, wow, this is so delicious, but I think I may die. Like. <laughs> 
but I'm going to keep eating it. Like that's kind of where like this that is. cake in the end or in the one scene of Matilda. Oh, yes. Yes. It's like that. Yes. Yes. So, so strap in. Yeah, strap in. <laughs> or don't. Or and just anytime, leave. <laughs> anytime we say that, I just think of the one TikTok creator who does, um, he works in a sex store and he does logs from the sex store and his tagline is strap in and strap on. <laughs> it's time for another sex shop update. Well, <laughs> this is going to say definitely either, either like bolt yourself to the chair or just leave. Just leave. Just, yeah. leave. just go. If you're a sensitive viewer, just go. Yeah. So the luxury begins one hour, nine minutes, 20 seconds, and goes to one hour, 10 minutes, five seconds, or we have a little break. Um, but then it comes back and is much worse. Is much worse. So in this moment, they have ripped off Meg's clothes. Now, I want to remind you, too, it's not just they have her father, her lobotomized father. And the headless corpse. Has but I mean yeah her, the, the yeah. dad is the one that threw her on the table strapped her down and then ripped her clothing away and is now like standing there in the yeah, corner in the corner <laughs> like you know drooling on himself pretty much For, yeah so and then so, yeah yeah so she's just like nude and strapped to a table yeah full frontal you, nudity at I this don't point. think you see below the waist I think you, you do you do you do oh. I wasn't paying close enough attention. <laughs> That's okay. I was blown away by the moment. Yeah. Um, it, is, it is a full frontal nudity. If not in this moment, in the moment that comes up In the up moment that comes after. up to the after, I think it is, but I didn't think it was yet. Um, and you have just the head in the the surgical tray making the worst face ever <laughs> and breathing real hard. <laughs> Just, just mm. lechen. I mean, if you look up lech in the dictionary, it like, should be. A, it should be like, this picture. It's it's like the ultimate lech is yeah. happening from like a head, just a head and a surgical fan with like blood everywhere. Yeah, and like leaned back, kind of weird. And she is just like losing her absolute shit because she's like, unconscious at this point. She doesn't wake up yet. She doesn't wake up yet. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, so it just gets worse. You're right. Okay, <laughs> so yeah. She, so she's yeah, and then we like flashback and like. Um, Herbert found Dan and they're like oh my god we gotta go rescue her yeah so you get like a very brief respite um, and then we're right back in it guys <laughs> woo yeah um, wow uh, this is this is where it gets real bad so the, the oh my gosh the headless body of Dr. Hill with the fake head on top still starts touching and feeling yeah he's just grabbing our rubles on meg and that's when meg wakes up and she's losing her shit and freaks out then she sees like the head in the pan because it's talking to her Uh uh-huh and then she sees the weird head on the body and and then the head plops it plops it falls off so that's even worse and then she freaks out even more (laughs) duh like now there's no head but this body is moving yeah and then oh my god i don't even (laughs) well then (gasps) then the body picks up the head this is we've we've seen some pretty bad stuff (laughs) this is cat's least favorite thing I thought so I thought the the it's lipstick so into the nipple was pretty bad. It's so bad, guys. But it's at so least bad. that's like you know you're you're doing it to yourself. 
I thought the werewolf spit was pretty bad, the which we did see vampire bad. spit in the vampire movies that we had to watch, which was also pretty bad. Also bad, yeah. That Any was kind of worse that had blood in gross. it. Spit is gross. This is like extra bloody, lots of spit, and super rapey. I think it's mostly blood, probably less spit. Mostly blood, a <laughs> little bit of spit. Either way, it's a headless, it's a head with no body, and, and the like body the, is holding a long the head. tongue. Long tongue. Very scary and like this raspy whispery so voice. So scary. <laughs> I think that like creepy is the right word. I don't even think scary is the right word. And I mean, he's holding the head like uh, to her uh, face and he's like, the I've head- always admired your beauty. Yeah, like to her face, right? And, and, then, like, and then he puts the head to like the side of her face and he sticks his tongue in her ear. Yeah. And she's like screaming, no, 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 get away from me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Stop, 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 stop. And the head is just, it's moving, it's moving around. It's, it's, there's, yeah, there's some they, licking in, in place. It's, it's really, it's really bad guys. Yeah. The head, they, the head is licking things that the head should not be licking. She's freaking out. As she should be. The, the head is moving in directions that it should not go. And the head, it, the head moves down the torso. Like way down the torso, way down, making stops along the way, but making goes all the way down, all the way down the torso, and you know, and it's going to the place that you know it's going, you know and it's you're going. just like, please, whatever. And like, if there's a force in the universe, it needs to intervene now because I think my brain is going to explode because uh, this is just too much. It's, it's leaving like a, a trail of like blood spit type of residue, like a slug. <laughs> Like down her body down in like the torso. worst places, and she's freaking mm-hmm. out. And as she just, should be. It's just so horrible. It's just so and horrible. She's able to get her like arms, her at least one of her arms free, but she can't. Yeah, I don't think it was strapped fully down. She can't do anything about right. it, and her legs are not able to be freed. They are yeah, strapped down. As, strapped down. So I mean, mm, again, this is like mm-hmm. all happening with this creepy guy who's creepy anyway, leching on her this whole time. Creep, 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 creep. And she's like a co-ed and he's like 60. And then, you know, her lobotomized dad is in the corner while all of this just is like going watching. on. I mean, it's just like the worst that like situation that you could possibly think of. So, I mean, you're kind of at the zero hour, you're like, this isn't gonna stop. And then all of a sudden you have our protag. Protag and the friend of the, I don't even know what you call Wes. Oh, it's I almost like Wes an anti- is the protag. He's like an anti-hero. I mean, the protagonist is obviously Dr. Dan. I thought they were both protagonists. Oh, please. You know Herbert West is not a protagonist. <laughs> okay. This enough. is all his fault. Fair enough. <laughs> He's the anti-hero. Okay. Well, Dr. West breaks through the bursts through the door and is able to interrupt thankfully yes interrupt and save at the 11th hour because you're like god i can't i don't know if i gave the times properly so for it starts one hour nine minutes 20 seconds i know i said that part ends one hour 10 minutes five seconds where you have your brief respite and then picks back up at an hour 10 minutes 29 seconds and continues to like an hour 22 (laughs) an hour 22 minutes is when the worst of it ends okay so yeah probably the worst of it ends there and after that you've just got nude corpses yes because what happens is dr west comes in he's like i have a plan i can stop this and then dr hill is like i also have a plan 
And then uh, suddenly, it's just every corpse in the place jumps, jumps up, into life. Which was such a cool moment. Yeah. So he had lobotomized all of them and used the reagent that he stole from Dr. West. And he's, and like, he's explaining his whole thing of, of him locating the will and yeah. lobotomized corpses perform the because so he can just like tell them what to do because they're basically zombies at this point so he's just got like an army of lobotomized nude corpses everywhere and that's kind of your how it goes <laughs> until the bitter end of the film and when i say the bitter end of the film it's the bitter end of the film i think yeah, there's like much. six minutes left when we were like okay it's probably i think all the nude corpses are gone <laughs> and even then you've got meg's you got yeah nude corpse. you still have meg's nude corpse because spoilers, um, she does she die. Does, she does die. Yes. So, For now. I mean, <laughs> it is a it is just a cavalcade of corpse nudity everywhere. There is a battle scene. There is a uh, intestine strangulation situation going mm-hmm. on with Doctor West. I mean, no, yeah. nobody's really getting out of this like running through the hospital. Again. Still nude corpses. Yeah. I mean, it's just like nude corpses. Everywhere, carnage, full frontal nudity on the yes. male and female nude corpses. Yep, yep. and then see a lot tons of, of butts, tons of butts, so many video. butts. Yep. So, yeah, and then you think it's over, but um, you know, there's another nude corpse that pops up in the elevator. Poor man gets strangled. They rush her to the ER, um, to the trauma bay, and they rip her shirt open because she's still she. The, Luckily, somebody had given her like a button-down shirt to wear because she was nude from being strapped onto the table. Um, and they they rip that open and see you've got her bare chest again when they're trying to do her very low-quality CPR. Very low quality. This was like the fastest, most Dude. ridiculous code that you've ever seen in your entire Dude. life. It they was over her, in like a minute. <laughs> like yeah, not even sixty seconds like, to come back from all. Not this. even like a full round of CPR. <laughs> I don't even think that the what is it, epinephrine. It didn't even have a chance to work. It didn't work. even have a chance to work. I and they're, they're trying to shock on Ace Sicily, which just pisses me off. But whatever. <laughs> that always makes you very upset. It does. It's a non-shockable rhythm. But I mean, whatever. So, <laughs> yeah. So then you, you, she goes out with her chest bare. So, I mean, that's it. So you've got the entire last part of the movie is just like you're in the deep, dark chocolate. Be yeah. prepared for the bold, rich flavors because they're about to overwhelm you. <laughs> like, it's I, just happening. Yeah. I, it's happening. Cannot recommend watching this one with your mom unless you've got a family like we do. <laughs> yeah, do, do not say to your grandma, hey, you were around in the 80s. Let's watch this movie. Yeah. If, you're, <laughs> if your grand is ever like, oh, what movies are you into right now? This is not a good one this to suggest. This is not the one to bring up. I don't even think that even if your grandma liked horror, I don't even think this would be a good one to be like, hey, Grams, do you want to watch this movie on your own? And then we could talk about it. Like, I, I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> like, it's so rapey and so creepy and just in the worst way. And I mean, you know, there's there's a handful of movies that, that have um, rape in them that are still somehow less creepy than this. <laughs> it's <just> yeah. Like, <laughs> It's just the way that it's, it's just, yeah. He just does it in such a way that you feel like like, lightly violated. Yeah, like violated. It's just like, and I think part of it is that it cuts away to him looking at her, but it's kind of like he's looking at you. It's gross. 
The whole thing is just the whole thing is just gross. gross. I'm just like tapping my pencil because I don't know what to do with myself. I'm sorry. That's like really loud. (laughs) I was like clinged on to my pot filter for like a good half of this. Like I don't. Ooh. Uh, Yeah. It's it's bad. This this we we were we said we were gonna ramp it up, (laughs) and we did. I, I was like. This is why when I was like watching this and you're just like, I'm going to draw a little picture. I'm just enjoying it. I don't think we're going to have anything to talk about with this movie. I don't know. And I'm just like. Because I knew, I knew something was coming. I knew something was coming that was not going to be great. I just did not know how ungreat it was going was to like be. Leonardo DiCaprio in that meme. With, like, <laughs> with, my, with my Dr. Pepper. Like, you know, like. One of those situations. It's just like, oh boy. So yeah, Rihanna Manor. How about it? Hmm. I love hmm. this movie. So at the Thanksgiving dinner table, when everybody's sitting around having their turkey, they're like, you know, hey, after the football game, <laughs> why don't we flick on this old gem? If you want to cause if you even more drama at your Thanksgiving table, if you would like to be the drama at Thanksgiving, then I if think you this don't want to be invited back, <laughs> if you don't want to be invited you know, back like, to family Thanksgiving yes, dinner, if you know it, if you're like my family blows, I've had enough of these weirdos. I don't want to do this anymore. I'd rather just have Friendsgiving with my own people. Like, have I got a tip for you? you to look, <laughs> look, guys, let's not watch the parade this year. Let's flick on this. Like, you know, I never suggest things for the family to do together. Why don't we all just, like, do this this time? Yeah, I've, you know, heard really good reviews. It's been around since the 80s. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's about science. It's a love craft. <laughs> Everyone loves craft. <laughs> and this this will be the movie for you. And be like, oh, pass the potatoes. It'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be really good if you just maintain eating throughout this whole thing like not e- pretend you're not even phased which i don't know how you could not be phased um yeah it's yeah. it's rough or you know what if you don't if you want to start it but and you don't want to like actually watch the file you could just split we gave you the times yeah just we did be like you know what oh crap i have to i have to take a phone call yeah this is really important it's my job yeah <laughs> and just like pop out for like the last half of this thing and just let it play out on its own <laughs> and then come back in like oh i had no idea what did it what did i miss <laughs> just come back for the credits because <laughs> yeah, like, i don't i don't happened <laughs> i don't i think it would take like a certain person of the force of will to be able to turn it off as well yeah i can't i, I can't think you're just stuck in that moment i cannot i cannot i've never turned anything off I've thought no. about it. There's a lot of things, though, that are just, off. like, poor quality that we've been, like, we should turn this off, and we just didn't watch it still, though. Yeah. Yeah. I've been through a handful of those. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, reanimator. <laughs> yeah. So, on a scale of uh, one to whatever, what would you say? For, for what? The, uncomfortability? Uh, the uncomfortability on this puppy Oh, like be. a nine. Yeah. This is this pretty bad. bad. <laughs> I want to give it an eight because I know what's coming gets worse, but like also, it's really bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm gonna have to give it a nine and then maybe adjust my scale later. Yeah, it's it's a toughie. It's a toughie. This one was kind of hard, and I knew what was coming, and it was still like whoa. <laughs> like I, I oh physically gosh, wanted I to crawl inside of myself <laughs> and just not be there anymore. <laughs> and I don't think that we've had. A moment like that yet no I don't think so 
So I I, I feel like I have to give this one a nine. A nine. Yeah, I was going to go with like a solid eight on my part. But I mean, it might be a little bit easier for me because I have seen it before and I didn't know. So I might have prepared a little bit more. But I think that's like Mm. the only reason. It was still wildly uncomfortable, especially to watch with like a child, (laughs) even though we've watched like some really terrible things. I mean, I was there when you put on that full on porn. And I, I know. God, that was horrible. I'll never forgive you guys for that. But, I wasn't. I was watching my phone. I was not paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. I'm, I'm watching this cricket. I'm trying to teach I my niece how to do it. I think Zeke was the one that was paying the, our, my cousin, your niece, was the one that was paying the most attention. Yeah. And she just kind of like let it go. Her and the hubs. And I'm like, why didn't somebody tell me? I was obviously not watching. I would have said something like, oh, my God. I was facing like the opposite direction of the TV. Oh, my God. And yeah. I'm like, you didn't say anything. You know, I felt I somehow less uncomfortable about that because it was just honestly like, yeah because that was still it was like ah oh, whatever it had, it, was just, it, had, <laughs> it had two like things things. going three things going for it a brightly lit yeah. this is not makes everything creepier when it's dark <laughs> two consensual it, it was mostly consensual yeah mostly until, consensual. until she like sucked the hormones well, out of them yeah, it was consensual but I mean you know they wanted to be there three it was very much poorer quality <laughs> it was pretty bad. And there was no real sound, just like that weird music that's in those things. Yeah. If you want to know what it, I think it was, was it Female Vampire? I think we we're watching. Like that. I think it was like a Jess Franco. Like, I think it was Female Vampire, if I'm not and mistaken. And apparently there's a porn version and a non porn version. I don't believe but that. But I don't believe that either. <laughs> I, I don't see how, because it was like, I believe this was it. Female Vampire. Yeah, it was the mutant noble woman. Oh, Jesus, that was really <laughs> horrible. Oh, Dios mio. It was bad. <laughs> so, yeah, we've watched things that are definitely... I did turn this one off. I did not inflict it on anyone but myself later. She did. She did. Uh, once, once I realized what was going on. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, God, yeah. it was bad. It was super bad. Yeah. Jesus Franco. So I think he goes by Jess Franco. It was just, ugh, barf. So Not we, my we, thing. Not we my have thing. watched a lot of very uncomfortable stuff together. Don't get us wrong on that. Don't think whatever on that one. Yeah, um, I mean, if, just being, if, you've t- if you've stuck with us, you see we've gone through some yeah, things. Yeah, and, and don't think we're, like, playing it up or whatever. This one is genuinely just really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, I've I seen this movie many times. I will watch it many times more because oh, I think it's just... I definitely will watch this again and probably again and probably again. I thought it was really good. Over the top, just a lot of fun. Yeah. I'd say, like, eight and a half, nine out of ten for me. I just love it. I am lately concerned about that fellow asexual who said that West was their comfort character. I don't <laughs> think he's a great comfort character. He's not, he's not a good guy. No, I do I do kind of love him, though. But <laughs> No, I mean, he's great, but he's not a good guy. He's not a good guy. I um, don't know that he should be your comfort character. <laughs> no offense, but, like... I mean, But, I mean, if you're just, like, a horror fan and you're just, like, you know, because... Maybe, yeah, the, yeah. maybe the leching doesn't, I don't, well, yeah, but it bothers you. I don't it, know. It bothers me quite a bit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but he's not leching. No, no. I, West is definitely my favorite character. And if they're, in, if they're into hardcore science, maybe that's part I of mean, it, you yeah, know? Maybe. Like, it could yeah, be. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a rub. I, on a good scale, I'm going to give it like an eight. I yeah. loved it. It's a great, it's a great time. It's a great it's time. It's a great time. I definitely don't. I mean, you watch it with your friends. Watch it with your desensitized friends who are as as 
in the, the watch it with your desensitized friends and it, you'll know horror, like you you'll know. know when like the the cat stuff happens if your friends can watch this movie or not yeah you will definitely know because with the fakeness of the cat i may have laughed when i threw it against the wall it was oh yeah there are, there's definitely some moments in here that are hilarious yeah like and you're like oh cat that's so mean that you laughed when the cat got thrown against the wall it's not it's it's it, a goofy it's, it's moment an, it's an obviously fake cat and it's an it's obviously not, fake cat it's not, not even like a sort of yes. real cat so it looked more real when it was in the fridge it did than it, it was when it was attacking did. him um so i like if your friends are like haha that's great then they'll probably fine if your friends are like traumatized by that you might want to turn yeah, it off just there just like, turn it, just turn just, it off there it only gets worse from it, here yeah it only gets worse. Um, and it's like, it was, it was, that was hard because it's like, I needed to tell you, like, it only gets worse because I really felt like I was losing you. Like, you're like, what the hell are we going to talk about? And I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, I, because, like, the thing, because. It's hard not to oversell or undersell this. What happened was when we watched The Howling, I thought we were going to have a lot more to talk about. And then we only had like a couple moments. But so I was moments. worried. They are good moments. Don't get me wrong. I was worried we were going to have like another situation like that. No. And I had no reason to be worried. No. No. And the Howling, the howling was a bonus. The Howling was a bonus. You're right. You're yes, right. You're it was exactly just a right. fun one to watch. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to top this in December. I really don't know. None of the ones that we picked top this as far as uncomfortability go. Uh, they will come up. No, 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 for December, For I December, mean. yeah, the ones we were talking about, none of them are going to be, like, I don't even know where to go. <laughs> no, no, I really don't. I mean, I know where to go, but I mean, if we want to tie it in with a nice kind of Christmas theme. There's, I mean. I mean, there's some fun ones, but I don't know that there's any that are going to be like. Yeah. <laughs> birthday. <laughs> oh, it's you. Yeah, I'm just messing around. I thought it was someone coming up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> it's a headless body coming up the stairs. Oh, God. Uh, so there you go. So, I mean, couched in all of this, I mean, we have the the whole thought of, you know, what is life after death and what about free will and was, is it, what is worth, you know, the price of progress and all that sort of thing. So yeah. Which a lot I, to think about. Very deep uh, movie for I being full of I have been thinking camp. about a lot recently because we watched FNAF, I've been watching Chucky. All of that's like oh, related yeah. and tied into this whole it kind of is. what is the soul, what is life. Yeah, where is it and what mm-hmm. what's the point, you know? Yeah. What constitutes quantity over quality. Send us your emails of what you think <laughs> life is. Um, <laughs> she's Louise. Um, all right, so uh, that was the animator. Happy birthday to me and all my fellow November Scorps. Yeah. And my October Scorpios. Why not? Let's include them. Sure. Even though they're not as superior. They're just cusp Scorpios. Cusper is my cusp Scorpios out there. And it's, um, if you all are, st- are stuck in the middle with me, that's that's the best. You know who you are. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Tom Atkins. <laughs> Shout out to Tom Atkins. <laughs> Shout out to the the madness, the madness. Yes, um, Halloween horror movie watching madness. He's keep getting zucked time after time, and I still don't understand why. But please stop taking down our page; it means a lot to us. So, yep. I hope everybody had a really wonderful Halloween out there. Shout out to Halloween. Shout out to, shout out to we Halloween. Had. Went to a whole bunch of haunted houses, and they were all fantastic. Bates Motel, um, Penhurst. Uh, Waldorf Estate of Fear probably still my favorite. I love it. So much love and attention goes into that haunt. 
uh, you guys do a great job every year. So thanks to all that. Thank you to everybody who came by our little haunt in the borough. We love you guys. We love to do it. So very excited about that. And for everybody who left kind remarks on our posts, that was so sweet too. Thank you. Yeah, and, and is that it for our shout outs? Uh, I mean, just the year. Shout out to Chuck. Yeah, shout out to oh, Marshall. Oh, shout out to Chuck for doing our disclaimer. Shout out to Marshall for doing our music. Thank yep. you both very, very much. We yep. very much appreciate it. Um, Social Meads. Social Meads. Um, Take my trip to Social Meads. Our. Sorry. I forgot <laughs> what words were for a second. Our email is don'tlookpodcast at gmail.com. No apostrophe. Pod, don't look podcast at gmail.com no apostrophe in the don't uh as they're not allowed in emails our socials are don't we have a don't look podcast facebook page um it's don't underscore look underscore podcast on instagram does that sound right to you i think so uh instagram and also tiktok we've only got one video that's pretty bad actually i think it's only got like four views so (laughs) (laughs) two of them are me um (laughs) don't watch it yeah i'll post his cat's mom you can find me out there cat's mom underscore 75 75 i think yep uh i'm catastrophe nico on instagram and then cat graves on facebook yep my picture, my profile picture is Papa on Facebook. Yeah, I so. think I think mine is. Yeah, no, it's like no, a, mine is not. Mine is um the skeleton. You still come? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, forget mom. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I think I think that's it. I think. Yeah, I think I think that that's everything. This I'm sorry, guys. This is like a low energy ending, but we don't know where to go after. <laughs> There's nowhere to go, and we have so much thinking to do for our next episode because this one was so much fun. I'm glad mm-hmm. I stuck with this mm-hmm. one. I almost changed it, and then I didn't. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna stick with the list. I'm just gonna go for it, and I love this movie, and it'll be okay. And I'm glad that I did, because it was like I thought. You know, we're just kind of stuck in a rut with horror lately. It's just it's because so it's 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 easy, and it's, I love it's it. comfortable it's comfortable like, for us. It's where it's where we're comfortable. It's where yeah. we're happy. So that's what we're gonna do. And it's like there's a lot of we've been talking back and forth about like you know maybe we need to change it up a little bit because this isn't for everybody. And there's a lot of other movies that are uncomfortable for different reasons. Because we be mainly also about. do like sexuality as our uncomfortable reason and there are a bunch of other things that make other people uncomfortable to watch with their family right and we are going to have some of that definitely coming up yes, in the future in the future uh, january i'm looking at you um, <laughs> <laughs> january i am looking at you uh so we've got much more uncomfortable things in store and we've got other things in store as well yeah. i definitely have a solid idea for what i want to do for episode one of season two um because i would like to keep up with the pod i'm having a lot of fun yeah i mean we're only halfway we're just over halfway through our first season last episode was our halfway mark yep um but i'm enjoying it so far i hope that you guys are yeah i hope somebody is out there in Belgium or wherever it is. It's yeah, a lot of our listeners seem to be from Belgium, according to our app. So either you're like hiding your VPNs really well, in which case, congrats on you, mm-hmm. or uh, bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> Poirot is my favorite Christy detective. So <laughs> bonjour, Belgium. 
That is true. All right. And uh, if Tobias Forge is listening, uh, as always, please hit me up. Yes, we'd love to have you on. We can talk about whichever <laughs> film you want. Uh, bring your kids on. I think they'll have a great perspective, too. Yeah. And uh, Tom Atkins, if you're listening. Hit us up. Happy birthday, my guy. Uh, <laughs> and I guess the best thing I can say at this point is if somebody ever comes after you with a syringe full of glowing reagent and starts going on and on about the freshness, the freshness. The best thing I can tell you is, dude, just don't look. Listen. for this ah here it is my phone case (laughs) you're actively reordering your phone case